MSW Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Ba, 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 ba. Thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and also on MSW Media. Thank you. We want to remind you that you can become a Fangela. See what I did there, Angela? You can become a Angela. <laughs> you can become a Fangela on Patreon and support this Black-owned business. You can go to patreon.com, put in Frangela Duo, and guess what you're going to get for that? Besides our undying love and gratitude, you're <laughs> going to get our gratitude in the form of three thank you micro-idiots a week. Yes! These cannot be purchased anywhere, okay? No. They cannot be bought. Mm-mm. And let me tell you something. Those micro idiots, I'm telling you, I believe the micro idiots can save the world, Angela. I really do. I do. If we could get everybody to listen to them, <laughs> we could save the world. Save the world. And you can get a specialized video from Frangela by going to Cameo uh, and putting in Frangela as well. Please do. It's a lot of fun. We can say happy birthday to you or a friend or give you a pep talk or to a friend or tell your kids to go to sleep or tell somebody else why exactly they are somebody who has made your list of things to do today. Whatever you need. Yes. And always join us on the uh, Stephanie Miller Show every Friday morning in the third hour for the Black Power Hour. What happens, Angela? That is where Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills. And it is a beautiful becoming. A beautiful thing. You know what? Angela, I will never get tired of that. I will never, ever, ever tired. Would you get tired of the sunrise? Would you get tired of the sun? It's not possible. It's not possible. It's It's infinitely different. It's the same. Well, we are what? This is day eight. No, I think it's. Is it longer than that? Is it longer than that? I think. I think a little bit. Here. You know. Yeah, well, we're deep in this conflict between war. It's not even a conflict. It's a war that Russia is um, bringing down on the heads of the Ukrainian people. And uh, I have so many different feelings about and thoughts going on about it. Uh, And there's so much duality uh, for me personally as I watch Mm this. you know, I am watching the news day in, day out, trying to hold space for people who are hurting. Uh, 
and um and and be aware and watch their personal stories look at them crossing the borders watching these people cross the borders with their children their animals you know women uh, crying one woman crying because you know she had to leave her parents behind and had her husband sent her husband back into a war zone to get them and he safely got them out and they're in their 80s and watching these senior citizens crossing, you know, these, you know, horrible, uh, dangerous uh, rivers and trying to walk out people who, and then, and then thinking about the people who are stuck in these bunkers uh, and stuck in cities below in train stations with their children, the children who are stuck in um, women who just had babies and, you know, in makeshift natal care in the basements of hospitals and trying to hold space for these people. And, you know, and I was so depressed yesterday. I was so sad. And I had a moment where I thought, I said, this is exactly, even though this is not me directly in this fight right now, this is exactly what Putin wants. He wants us all feeling debilitated and that debilitation gives him power. And I thought about it and I was like, let me get up and live in the freedoms that I have in this world. I cannot let this demon, this devil take my, it's the old same old thing. He cannot have my joy, you know, and because th- this man has, and he's, and people have been saying it, Putin has been at war with us since 2007, right? Yeah. This man has been warring on us as Americans, you know, for a very long time. And we're just kind of really waking up to it. Yeah. And watching everything, I have a few things that, that, are stand out for me. Number one, hearing today, and I guess it's like day 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that uh, one out of every, I want to say it's like eight to 10. I can't remember one out of, but it's, it's that kind of a number eight to 10 Ukrainians is now a refugee. Yeah. Um, and watching people literally run Yes. Run for their lives. Not, I'm not saying that they're carrying suitcases and they're, and they're evacuating. Cause even that, even though evacuating is kind of a big word, when you watch people running down yes. a road and throwing their child to somebody in some kind of camo, mm-hmm. right? That's not, we don't even really know. We're hoping that's a Ukrainian soldier, but throwing their child to this person as they then try to climb down some rocks and the side of a bridge that they, they had to explode and then, and I think it's really important to watch this footage. And I think it's really important to see the footage of the woman and her two children dead in the street, because yeah. that is what they want here. Yeah. That is what January 6th is about. Yeah. And if we don't understand the connection between defending and, and, and supporting, and actually, I think actively defending democracy in, in Ukraine, then we, then we really have missed it completely. Yes. Well, and, and and you know what I, what's upsetting to me is I feel like I'm watching a, um, a global hourglass filled with, uh, the, and the sands are the lives of Ukrainian people 
falling down because we're trying to outweigh Putin and Russia. We're hoping that these sanctions will crush and, and reverse what's happening. But the way that that is hap- has to happen is through Ukrainians losing their lives. Because, you know, what do we do here in the West? Do we get into a larger conflict with Russia? Um, and then potentially China, you know? And, and all of it, all the way around is scary. Now we're talking about backfilling Polish, uh, the Polish army, letting them send air equipment, and yeah. then we're going to backfill that. And then, you know, and but at, at the same time, today, today we're just getting to um, ban, a ban on Russian oil imports while we're sanctioning them. And, you know, we're so globally interconnected in this world and dependent upon each other, yet we're still warring on each other, which is ridiculous. I just want to be, I found my note. It's one out of 20 Ukrainians is now a refugee. Gotcha. Um, And I think that I'm, you know, when, here's the thing. Number one, you started with this comment. We're already in a larger conflict with Russia. Yes. You know, so I think that it's the same problem. And to me, I see it happening on a much more lethal, daily, daily lethal level in Ukraine right now. We are in denial of the fact that when I saw somebody break it down on one of the, you know, punditry shows over the last several days, that this is actually the fourth incursion Russia has made in the last, since 2014 into yeah. another country. Like, so when you actually look at what's going on, we're already in that conflict. We just aren't participating the same way the other side is. Mm-hmm. And that's because in many ways we don't have, we haven't had to because Russia is a bullshit economy comparatively, right? What, oh, 10% less, what is it? 10% of our oil imports are from Russia. That's so yeah, we can ban it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, and they're going to somebody else who's also an asshole um, in South America. Yeah, Venezuela. Long. Yeah, <laughs> for, for for more oil, you know, um, and and all of that. But the the reality is, I you know, for me, I look at the situation and I got I've been very anxious about it, as I'm sure everybody is, and it's very hard to watch. But I'm making myself watch because I think it's important that we understand that these are actual people, these are actual mm-hmm. people's lives, that these are people running for their lives and being killed, shot in the back, and blown up as they try to. This man, Putin, is committing and he is making soldiers commit war crimes yep. okay this it is at some point and we said it last friday on stephanie miller let me say it again you we are dealing with somebody who is crazy putin yeah. is crazy i don't care what else he is he's absolutely insane which means you can't there's nothing you can do to motivate crazy gets motivated by you know marshmallows you can't control that so at some point you just have to do you can't be playing chess if the other person is eating the chess pieces so what you do is you have to do what is right and i think the reality here is i got asked last night by a very good friend well what do you like because i think he thought i was being critical of the biden administration Mm. right he's like so what do you think we they should do and i was like i don't know that's the problem i don't know because the reality is the way i see it if i'm putin i set off a nuke in ukraine next why not what are you going to do about it? Yeah. 
Like that's that's and I really think that people that we get stuck in this sort of first strike mentality of like some World War Three. I was like, the only country to ever drop nuclear bombs in the world is this one, us. We dropped two. And the way we're taught that history is that it was to stop World War Two and it was a good thing to do. So I'm not calling out hypocrisy because that's not I don't but what I'm saying here is you can drop a nuke on a country and not get in trouble in this world. Yeah. You can yeah. do it. You know, so is that then direct violate? Is that something we decide we have to go intervene with or not? The way I look at it now, it's time for everybody to ride or die. I believe that everybody has to get on the same bad wagon. Sweden, everybody, I don't care, Montenegro, I don't care where you are, Montecar, everybody got to send it one to 10 troops, whatever you got. And we got to, we, we actually have to deal with this. I, yeah. I don't know what else to do. And that may yeah. not be right. Yeah. But I think we're already in that conflict and sitting around and waiting to see if Putin's going to be sane or not is like, it just feels dangerous Yes, and wrong. I think they're doing everything they can is what, is what, as much as it may not sound like that's what I'm saying. I think that they really are trying to figure out what to do. And I am proud of how our government is trying to handle the situation, but we have to keep informed and we have to figure out a way to get information into Russia and out of there. Yes, yes. Biden put a ban on Russian oil imports as as we're recording today, Tuesday. And this quote is defending freedom is going to cost. And it you know, and I wanted to talk about, you know, the human cost first before we started talking about the financial cost to us as Americans, you know, and to the world. And the and Europe is going to really, really hurt. And I mean, I don't think that we've had oil shortages. I remember in the 70s, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the lines, the real, you know, lines. And, and that is a scary, scary idea, you know, for Americans. Yeah, it's but I this is I can't with it, Francis. I, I know, I know. I'm but like it's not nearly as scary as leaving everything you know to run while you get shot running across. It's this. It's just not scary. And on top of it, I don't want to hear from one motherfucker who has spent <laughs> even a pence, half a pence. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna use all money, half a pence. Oh, on any MAGA motherfucking bullshit. If you've spent any amount of money on a Trump hat, a commemorative <laughs> plate, or a fucking key thing, that fucked up teddy bear. <laughs> Thank you, Francis. I don't want to hear complaints about fucking gas prices. Are you kidding me? Why yeah. don't you Why don't you go sell your fucking MAGA bullshit on eBay? Like I can't. You're absolutely right. I can't. From these very same people, I have not heard of one human being not taking that $1,200 stimulus check. I am sick of these people taking and taking and taking and then acting like they're being taken from. Like, and I've had it. Like, first of all, walk to the next MAGA rally. I don't give a fuck. Let me tell you what this what this conflict has done before I move on to this next item. What this that conflict has done for me, A, I mean, you know, I am a Buddhist. Yeah. I believe in peace. Yeah. I believe it's peace starts in yourself. Yeah, that's sweet. You go you go on and on and on. But I'm going to tell you, watching Ukrainians have to, you know, men 16 to 80 stay in Ukraine and have to defend it. It's the first time. The first time I went, maybe Israel isn't crazy. Maybe. Well, I gotta tell you. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, having every man, woman, and child go and learn how to be a soldier, how to, uh, how to manipulate a gun, 
how to follow directions and knowing what to do, maybe that's not kooky crazy. I, you know, I was listening to Cal Perry on MSNBC and he's there. He's in the, um, the part of the country that's pretty far from the conflict at this point, but they're starting, obviously they're feeling it, they're losing people. But he said, he made this really just interesting comment yesterday. He said, first of all, the 1.7 million people have already evacuated, Yes, have already left Ukraine. I want you to think about 1.7 million people leaving in under two weeks. Yeah. Um, number one. Number two, um, there are 5 million people who already are in need of food, okay, who are already on their road to are starving, all right? Yeah. Um, and he went on to say that he has been in a lot of, he's been in these conflicts and he, he made this comment when Nicole Wallace asked him, what was his impression? And he said, this is what I've seen over and over again. When people, when this happens, when people are attacked and they are, they are, as one Ukrainian man put it, and I thought this was a brilliant way to put it, um, on, I believe it was even on Nicole Wallace's show on Deadline White House. He said, it's like being, imagine that you're in a mall and you're in an active shooter situation that doesn't end. That yeah. like you're in, you're somewhere in a mall and all of a sudden you're here shooting and you are running and hiding and trying to get away for two weeks. Imagine yeah. that that he's like, that's what it's like. And so that, which is like, and it blew me away, but that's Cal Perry was saying, Exactly. He's saying when this happens in countries, the first thing he's like, what happens is people start to lose their humanity. And he says, and, um, and he said it just like that people start to lose their humanity and the, the, the fear and all that starts to move to anger and rage. And then it's retribution and violence. And he's like, and so, and he was talking about how the cop, you know, the, what we, the bravery and the courage and the trying to keep it together and the trying to, you know, to fight and get away starts to turn and we will kill every Russian we see. That's right. and and it really hit me because um in truth it's how i feel about the insurrectionists you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like they have made me so deeply angry and yeah. and i and i see the connection obvious connection between the far right movement to destabilize and destroy this democracy and what uh putin has done in russia and what he's trying to do in many other countries including right now very actively in the worst case we've had since world war 2 in ukraine and so and i see that that I don't want to lose. I'm sick of these people making me what I hate. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I hear you in that comment, Francis, cause it's like, I don't want to be filled with this rage. I don't want to be the person going, tear him apart. I don't want to yeah. be that person. And I don't know what, to do because they seem to want me to be that person. Well, and th- exactly. And that is the thing too. And you know, and so what, and for me, why are we creating new rifts in on this earth? You know, we've got we've got conflicts between, you know, this one and that one spanning hundreds, if not thousands of thousand years. Let's not do this. We we know better. We know better. So Biden is trying to ban Russian oil and is going to uh, ban Russian oil imports. Defending freedom is the is going to cost, he said. Um, and so, and like you said, Angela, we can we here in this country can do this. Carpool, everybody. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Figure it the fuck out, okay? Because like we have got to be, we have got to show up more than this. I, I, you know. <sighs> Enough of the, I mean, we are a put a hat and a shirt on kind of country for a lot of things. It's going to take more. And if that's how we feel it, we will be lucky if that's the hardest place we feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Russia, we've also that the 
Yeah. What were we going to say? Please. This is what you're about to say. Go ahead. Russia and Ukraine end third round of talks with little progress. Yes. yes. Let me tell you, so tell me if you agree with this. I don't believe that Russia's doing anything in those talks, but but pulling people out so they can shoot more. I don't. That's there's, there's, it feels like a military tactic. I don't think there's anything about it that's even remotely sincere. Right. Well, especially when you're sending um what what we, we what we're up to four different groups have gone and tried to kill the president of Ukraine that Russia has sent in. When you when you're sending in, you know, death squads. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I like, you know, and somebody was saying today that on Andrea Mitchell's pseudo show that, you know, I don't know if, you know, it's a good idea for Zelensky to keep, you know, recording from his office. And I was like, what I thought was interesting about that was the naivete. Like, it looks like it's his office, but they could probably make any place look like that, number yeah. one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was like, it may not actually be, unless you got, he's got a GPS in the corner. I don't know why, you know, um, th- th- that could be faked. Um, but also, I was like, it's boss as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to let you run me out of my house. Exactly. And that's, and you know what? And that is, again, I picked up that spirit personally. As well, which is, I'm not going to let Putin run me out of my spirit, you know, as, as an American and, 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 and drive me to a place, you know, my heart is with these people. I'm sad. I'm upset. You know, I have the right feelings, but I'm not going to let Putin drag me under. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm scared that we're, we're at the beginning of a nuclear conflict. Yeah. And I think that, that, that is the thing. And it's just, it's one of these moments where you go, I had to say to myself, you know, this is the problem with life. You always, we always, we talk about events happening in some future, right? So we're like global warming a hundred years from now. And then somebody says, well, maybe it's more like 75 or 50 or the big one, a generation from now, the this from now, from now. And I think we just sort of get, at least in my life, and I feel like I'm not alone in this, I got on this habit of thinking all about all of these bad things that could happen in the future. And it doesn't really seem possible that that could happen in your lifetime, but it has happened in people's lifetimes, yep. you know, and and I think it's really important. Like I keep thinking about, you know, Nagasaki and Hiroshima and I keep thinking about how history gets written. And I keep thinking about all of the dangers of right now and, and all the little bit that we as comedians may know or have access to right in, in our little houses mm-hmm. with our little, with our little internets. And what I know is that we have a responsibility to let our leadership know what we want, Absolutely. you know, and Absolutely. so if we, we ask you every week to call your representatives and centers and, and let them know what you want, but I, but keep doing it, do it for Ukraine, you know, yes. let them know what you think is a good action, what you think should happen. And none of us, of course, not, you know, maybe some of you are four-star generals. I, I happen to believe the joint chiefs of staff does listen to our podcast. That is something I believe. <laughs> but if you're not, one of those people that shouldn't stop you, you know, um, go ahead and, and tell them where your support is and, and, and let them know that you think they're doing the right thing or that you don't, you think that we should be doing more. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey everybody. It's AG. And I am happy and proud to announce that this May 25th, 
we are launching our very own podcast network. It's called MSW Media, and it's going to feature the work of some incredibly talented and intelligent people, including Glenn Kirshner with Justice Matters, On Topic with Renato Mariotti, Prevail by Greg Oliar, Opening Arguments with Andrew Torres and Thomas Smith, The Bureau with Frank Fagluzzi, which de- debuts the same day I, we launched the network, which is May 25th. And that's just to name a few. Of course, there's the Daily Beans, Muller She Wrote, and our newest show, Clean Up on Aisle 45. Uh, our network is woman-run and veteran-owned, and our mission is to curate news, politics, and justice and engage voters so we can win in 2022 and beyond. I am so proud of this community and this group of content creators, so please check us out at mswmedia.com and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. The Senate, okay, Okay, sit down. Okay. If you're not sitting, okay. sit we don't down. Right. Don't shock people. Don't shock people, Francis. <laughs> okay. I had to text this to Francis last night <laughs> when I read it because I was, I was shocked. Uh, yeah, the Senate unanimously approves anti unanimous in this Senate. <laughs> yes, anti lynching bill. What the fuck, Angela? You couldn't have told me in 2022. We still talking about we need a bill. For anti-lynching? Okay, Francis. Okay, Francis. It's the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act. I, I, I there's so, this is, it's almost, <laughs> I can't get my mind around this. Um, this is the thing. The, I, it makes lynching a federal hate crime. You mean to fucking tell me and Francis that it is already not a hate, it's not already a hate crime. To lynch someone? Now a warning? <laughs> Thank you. Now a Thank warning? You. Look, not all not all lynchings are hate based. What? Like? <laughs> are you kidding me? But it goes that you know what it plays directly into the fact that you know we have to show on video that a man was chased down. That, you know, the the levels of proof and proving that we have to go through to prove that that something was a hate crime, because we don't want to think that about people. We don't we don't want to think that way in this country about aggressors, about what. And you know what? And I'm going to tell you, it is so like every law is just bent over backwards to buttress and support this one person you know this cis white male you know i i um i just to say that this is like closing the barn door once the barn has burned down is it it doesn't do it justice i was so offended by the fact that that bill first of all that we need an anti-lynching bill at all but second that that it's 20 motherfucking 22 are you kidding me it's fucking crazy are you that really we couldn't they weren't able they've tried they've been trying to get this passed for years yeah yeah Emmett Till was lynched so (laughs) I mean so what that shows you where we are in this country to be honest I was surprised it passed unanimously right I thought for sure because this fuck with Susan Collins wavering on that middle like that's like, like are you kidding me it took i don't even think if i were in the senate i would have done everything i could if i did senate messaging to not have this get put out because yeah. it, it don't brag about this are you no. fucking kidding me 
It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Trucks, other vehicles circle DC in second day of COVID policy protest. Who gives a fuck? I want to read you that headline, Francis. Hmm. Trucks and other nameless stupid vehicles do something that none of us care about that nobody's paying attention to because it's stupid and it's bullshit. Yes. That's the headline. Yes. You know, I, you know what? For me, it is a wonderful, stark contrast to the bullshit that this, you know, group is doing in the midst of the Ukrainian war and crises. You know, we have on this earth people who are truly, truly being oppressed and there aren't even any mandates anymore. Okay. What the fuck are you protesting? They look like the biggest whiny little bitches ever. <laughs> like there are people who are literally running from their for their lives from their homes because the Russian government has decided that it's going to make their house a part of Russia. And you are up here going, somebody said I had to wear a mask. I mean, I don't have to now, but like I did, and it was like really mean and annoying. Like I can't. I know with them. I can't with them. I don't care. In fact, I think there should be a mandate that if you mandate if you were against mask wearing now, you really have to. Like I don't I don't I mean, I just wanna like it's just they're just like fucking children. Get them a fucking juice box and a carpet square and get them out of my face. That is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails, time to go get your emails. Thank you for writing us at frangel08 at gmail.com. Um, I would like to announce that we are officially caught up in that Yay. in that part. All right. So um, that means that, that we, you know, if you're somebody who's who's written a lot, you might have gotten like one email for like your 50, <laughs> but we got there. So please write us whenever you can at frangela08gmail.com and let us know what you're thinking, what's going on. Um, if you want to say we're amazing, that's fine. I don't want to put words in your mouth. No. But no, no. Uh, thank you. Thank you. This first email is from uh, Lisa F. Thank you so much. She said, uh, I was listening to Steph on Sirius XM through my phone in the car, and uh, y'all ain't wrong. That was her message. Y'all ain't because wrong. There's a, photo, there's a photo in there of the, this because people have said that they stopped the Stephanie Miller, Stephanie Mills situation. If you're listening to Sirius XM, the, that station in your car with the photo that comes up for Stephanie's show is of Stephanie Mills. Yes. Yes. And so she took this photo, meaning that because somebody wrote to us and said that's not true, they must have fixed it. But uh, not a not a, not at least F's car. I don't yes. know. <laughs> okay, so that is where the transmogrification comes from. Yes, yes, yes. Then uh, this next email, thank you, is from Kathleen L. She said, love you ladies, heard you on the Stephanie Miller show and jumped at the opportunity to become a supporter. Thank you for your searing wit, spot on analysis and laugh me to tears observations. I hope I never do anything to get on your radar, but if I ever do, I would be honored to be trashed by you, Kathleen. Okay, first of all, girl, how could you ever get on anything but our good side? Okay, we love you, Kathleen. We love you, we appreciate your support and thank you for that very accurate description of us. Yes. (laughs) Uh, this next one is from JM. Thank you very much. He I says, John, the, the, um, he's the Washington. Washington. Yes, yes, yes. So it says, so after watching your Patreon video for February, we send out videos to our Patreon members. Um, I decided to take your advice on love black people to heart. That's cause that's what we suggested people do. 
for Black History Month, we said you should love Black people and just give them money and stuff. Yes, yes. And so he says, as soon as I saw a Black person on the street, I went running over to them yelling, I love you, Black person, and hugged them and started stuffing money into their pockets. Well, apparently they did not get the memo from Frangela about being loved by uh, being uh, it being Love Black People Month and promptly pepper sprayed me in the face. Oh, no. And then while I was blinded and doubled over in pain, the cops showed up and arrested me for assault. Ironically, the two officers were also black and they didn't seem to understand why I was telling them that I loved them while they were frisking me and putting me in the back of the cruiser. Now I'm stuck in jail pending a psych evaluation before they decide what to charge me with. So thanks a lot. Happy Love Black People Month. P.S. Can you please post my bond so I can get out of here? You know what, John? We got first. We, we need to like just have a snack, but after we have lunch, we're gonna call <laughs> and just get you relief. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a, this is our bad. We, you know what? I noticed in my the the email that we were supposed to send out to all the black people, Francis. It was in the drafts folder. We forgot to hey. actually send. It. Next time, next so that's year. Us, that's, that's our bad. Next year, we're gonna be right on top of that, John. We're gonna be on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, and now it's time for resistance wrap up this is where we give you an actionable item something you can do in addition to calling your senators and representatives at 202-224-3121 uh so we were saying uh you want to support the people in ukraine here is a list of places where you can do that that are official and not scams yeah unicef then there's uh doctors without borders voices of children Sunflower of Peace, which I'd never heard of. It's a nonprofit organization that is raising money to prepare first aid medical technical backpacks for paramedics and doctors who are on the front line. Um, so that's a really great one. Sunflower of Peace. Check mm-hmm. them out. Uh, International Committee of the Red Cross. Then Save the Children. Um, they're, sa- they're sending aid to vulnerable children. Yeah. UN Refugee Agency. That's UNHCR. CARE. Um, they have a Ukraine crisis fund specifically. Yes, an international medical corps. So, you know, look up one of those. And if you're looking for some place, you're going, how can I help? One of those agencies is, you know, verified. Uh, because right now on TikTok and, and what have you, there's a lot of people scamming people. And so if you want to and are able to uh, donate you know, do it through a credible agency, please. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word! This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.